The Real Estate Sessions is sponsored by AdWorks. AdWorks makes digital advertising brilliantly simple. Choose your zip code and build your brand. Enter an address and promote your listings. Or upload your list and stay top of mind with your sphere of influence. And if you go to adworks.com slash billrisser, you'll do more than just build brand awareness or nurture your network. Right now, you get to save 15% off your purchase, and I get to send 10% to the Colon Cancer Alliance, an organization that means a great deal to me. That's adworks.com slash billrisser. There's a lot of really good things going on, and I love the fact that I, I feel that realtors are really starting to get the knack of how to network online. Social media as a whole is a relatively new form of communication in the whole scheme of communication. It's it's something new for all of us. It's only been around for 15, 20 years max, and we're still learning the ins and outs of it. Welcome to the Real Estate Sessions, where industry leaders share their stories and offer tips and advice to real estate professionals. Now your host, Bill Rissa of Fidelity National Title in Tampa, Florida. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 107 of the Real Estate Sessions podcast. I'm actually recording this at the Realtor.com Results Summit in Las Vegas at the Cosmopolitan Hotel. It's been a wonderful conference. We're kind of wrapping up day two as we record this episode. And I'm very excited to have part of the Realtor.com team with us here today. It's Marcy James, who is the director of Industry Industry Outreach. Outreach. Excellent. So Marcy's going to join us. Uh, Marcy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Bill. It's an honor to be here. I've listened to your podcast for years and have enjoyed hearing from dozens and dozens of influencers within the industry. So I'm I'm more than honored to be here. Thank you. So I need you doing an open for every guest. That's awesome. Thanks. (laughs) um, I'll start where I always start with my podcast. I like to know where people come from. We're here to kind of tell your story. So uh, I know you live in Denver now and work for Realtor.com out of Denver. Mm -hmm. Um, But did you grow up in the Colorado area? I did not. I have lived in Colorado off and on because I was there for about 10 years, left for Florida for about 10 years, and then came back to Colorado. And I've been back for 10 years now. Wow. So I've been in Denver for about 20 years and we love it. And um, it's home. My kids are there. It's where I will probably live the rest of my life. <laughs> All right. You were born and raised where though? In St. Louis. So I grew up in St. Lu- the St. Louis area. Okay. St. Louis is... Not a place where I've had a guest from yet. So I want to, and I know famous people from St. Louis. Like I'm a sports freak. You might know that if you listen to the podcast. I know that uh, Bob Costas is from St. Louis and Joe Garagiola is Uh from St. Louis and Yogi Berra is from St. Louis, right? For not bad, right? Yes, very Um, good. So, and it's, are you a Cardinals fan because you grew up there? Oh, yeah. I grew up going to Cardinal games. Um, Yeah. My dad um, is is gone. He passed away probably about eight years ago, but we buried him in his Cardinal cap with all red roses. And uh, so, yes, we are a huge, we were a huge Cardinal family. And um, even, uh, I have not lived in St. Louis since I was 18, but I am still a Cardinal fan. And that will, that's like ingrained in my soul and will never go away. That's great. So you had to be slightly happy for the Cubs last year. You're okay giving them one? You know, know, Cardinals have seven or eight world championships. There was a huge rivalry between Cardinals and Cubs, yes. But we were thrilled for the Cubs. That's good. Good. So I I want to get that out of the way. Um, Tell me what it's like growing up in St. Louis. Um, were you in the suburbs kind of or no I actually grew up in South St. Louis which is in the city I went to a public school 
And, uh, you know, we had uh, lots of Italian, lots of Catholics, uh, just, you know, just a great environment to grow up in. Very, very Midwestern, very down to earth values uh, family. And uh, yeah, it was great. Looking at your profile, I see that you're a Missouri State Bear. <laughs> yes, I am. So the small school in, uh-huh. in Missouri, right? Because you got Mizzou, which is it's the biggest one, big right? SEC school. Yes. They probably, there's probably a little bit of a rivalry in some way, shape, or form. Probably a little bit, but yeah. completely different divisions. Right. So. Not very fair. Yeah. Um, as you're attending Missouri State, what was Marcy going to be? What did you want to do when you got out of college? <laughs> well, I was uh, I couldn't I could never get mad at my own kids when they were in college and trying to decide what they wanted to do for a major because I changed my major like three different times. Nice. God bless my mom and dad because they bared with me and uh, but I really didn't know. I went from uh, teaching to cartography, Maps. mapping. Yes. Wow. And this was, uh, I'm going to date myself with this is before there was computer generated maps. Mm-hmm. And we created, we used to manually draw maps. Um, so wow. I did that. I was employed while I was in school part-time by the college, by the university, and we would draw maps. Wow. <laughs> so. so how do we, let's say you graduate, what's your first job? What's your first real paying job? Okay, so after graduation, just a little history. I got married right the year I graduated from college, got married, and two years later started a family. And so I never really, I did not work. I never used my degree, which is actually earth science. It, it actually did not. I moved on from that because I just didn't know what I wanted to do. I, you're so young. Yeah. And I really didn't have enough work experience. And I think that's a big issue with a lot of kids today. They just don't, the world is so big and there's so many opportunities and they just don't know which is going to work best for them. Right. Right. But I, you know, I would know now if I, if I was in college, I would absolutely know I wanted to take marketing. That would be easy because I love, love, love it. So you're raising a family. Um, were you working at all or part-time or you were, you're a mom, which is a heck of a job. Right? <laughs> I was a stay at home mom, awesome. which is the hardest job I've ever had. Of I, all the jobs you've I had, I tell everybody hardest, right? that I had, I had three children in four years though. Okay. And, um, and uh, I wouldn't trade a second of it, but it was definitely the hardest job I've ever had. Right. So my husband worked for FedEx during those years. He was in management with them and they moved us all over the country. So we moved, my daughter actually went to kindergarten, who is the oldest. She went to kindergarten, first grade, and second grade in three different states. Wow. So we moved We moved a lot. Right. Um, yeah. But your entry into the world of real estate, because let's go there now. That's why we're, we're doing mm-hmm. the podcast. Um, it, it started in Florida for you? So this is in the Florida year? It, so it actually started in Colorado. I When my youngest started kindergarten, I took a part-time job at a custom home community in the sales department, and I absolutely loved it. I used to um, show the spec homes and work with the builders, and it was really fun. And that's where my love and my the, that little spark started to grow, my love of real estate. And then when we moved to Florida, that's when I actually got a market, a job as a marketing coordinator for a Prudential franchise that then turned into Berkshire Hathaway. Okay. So I worked for Prudential. They're actually Berkshire Hathaway, Florida. I worked for them for about two and a half years. And then I went to what was back then their competitor, which was Prudential, Florida, which is now Better Homes and Gardens, Florida. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, those were, those were both wonderful companies. So this is time frame wise. This is a uh, late nineties, early 2000s. Late nineties, early 2000s. So talk about marketing in that time. Cause it, I mean, 
websites were just coming around. Right. Social media was non-existent. Right. So you were kind of old school. It, very much old school. Yeah. And it's funny because I, I tell people now it's, it's interesting. If I had, if I had had a degree in marketing, I wouldn't be using my, the, the general, like, Big ideas are still the same, but right. the techniques that we use are so different right. than what I was using even back then. Lots of, you know, direct mail, radio ads. We did just tons of, of flyers and brochures, but completely different than what we do now. I mean, the, the demographics were so broad, right? Back in the day when you were trying to, you know, target someone with a radio ad, you had to just find the right station that got you hopefully the mm-hmm. right audience. But now what you do today it's a whole different world. Right. right? It's right. extremely targeted. And, right. Yeah. So, well, and it was fun because we were in Fort Lauderdale, um, downtown Fort Lauderdale. And, you know, you're targeting waterfront <laughs> people, wealthy people that live on the water and condo people that live in the condos. There's so many condos there. So we had some pretty good demographics to work with, which w- was enjoyable. Yeah. For sure. You had a, uh, a long career, a long part of your career you spent with OBO, which mm-hmm. was really kind of a leader in the visual tour world. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Is that my yes. kind of talk about your time there? Yes. So I started with OBO back in 2003. I had been using them when I was at Better Homes and Gardens, Florida. We were actually the first uh, company in Florida to, to use their technology and their photographer. So they hired a photographer just for us. And I wanted full service photography for my agents. I had come from a company that really promoted uh, self serve mm-hmm. virtual tours, and agents were taking their own photos. And as a marketer, it's really hard yeah. <laughs> to create beautiful marketing with yeah. photos that my agents took. So when I took over the marketing at um, Better Homes and Gardens Florida, that was like, nope, we're hiring professionals. So we started working with OBO and absolutely loved them, loved the service. And after a couple of years, they, they reached out to me and they said, Marcy, would you like to do sales for us in Florida? And at first I was like, no, but the more they talked to me and the more I learned about the owners of the company and what they needed, it felt like, it felt like a fit, like a fun challenge. And yeah. I love, I love to be challenged and I love competition. So I took, I took the job and I grew Florida to be one of their top three territories nationwide within three years. You're, you're living in the Fort Lauderdale area? You're yes. on the East Coast, right? Okay. Yes, but I pretty much covered everything south of Orlando. Okay. There had to be this change for you. Uh, you were helping realtors market we're using tools like Obio, but now you had to flip that around because you did. were marketing to realtors, right. right? That was a different world. It but was. Was that, um, talk about that little change. Well, I think I understood really, really well what, what realtors do on a daily basis. And I understand the, pers- you know, the, the entrepreneurial spirit and, and the challenges that they face. So from that perspective, I think it gave me great insight and it, it, it gave me great vocabulary to use with them because I could understand what they were right. dealing with and how these photos would help them in their marketing and the other tools that we had as well. So I think it, it having, served on both sides of the fence, as right. you could say, I think it was, it, it helped a lot. Let's leap ahead to 2015 because mm-hmm. that's a pretty big change coming up for you. This is uh this is where yes. I think, I think so, a previous guest, Suzanne Roy comes calling. Does that sound about right? Yes. Yeah, so let's I had, talk about that. Well, I had been with OBO for 12 years and um, went through some major changes there and found myself looking for a job and, and took a, um, a short position with a little company called Rumi, which is an amazing company. If you haven't checked them out, you should. Um, it's Rumi with three O's 
and they do uh, 3D technology uh, floor plans and uh, virtual staging. So really cool product. But I was I just started with them. I'd been there for about a month and a half, and Suzanne started messaging me on Facebook, say, "Mercy, how's it going?" How's the new job? I'm like, yeah, it's great. Why? Because <laughs> actually I had spoken to her probably three years earlier and said, so are there any openings at realtor.com? And she said, yeah, but you have to move to Santa Clara. And I'm like, mm, darn, I don't think I can. Right. So anyway, she started, she, she reached out and we started going back and forth and I was like, wow. And she ended up saying, are you interested? Would you like to, you know, apply for this position? And I said, I absolutely am but I can't move. So it had to actually go to the very top. Brian O'Hara agreed to let me stay in Denver. And I, I, I travel about 75% of the time. So living in Denver, it's a great hub to fly in and out of. Yep. And it makes it really convenient. And I'm in the Santa Clara office usually once a month for a week. Okay. But no, it's been phenomenal. Realtor.com has been so good to me. And your children are, are grown up now, right? Mm-hmm. You're in a place where this is, you know, right. it I works could, out well with where Right. You're I couldn't have done it when they were little, this yeah. much travel. But they're all in their 20s and 30s. Awesome. Yeah. So, That's yep. great. You know, we're sitting here at, like I said, the lovely Cosmopolitan. I hadn't been to this hotel before. It's spectacular. Very, uh, like the commercials when it first rolled out, right? A little mm-hmm. offbeat, we'll call it. And, right, uh, right. Um, so this is the second real result summit yes. for realtor.com. Second annual. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and, and someone asked me my, my take on it. And I said, well, you know, I've been, to, I've been to eight Inman events and they're much bigger, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been around a lot longer, 20 right. years. Right. And so it feels like we're like in the, if I could take a time time machine back to 2003 that I'm at an Inman event, is it, is that a fair it assessment? It actually reminds me of that as well, Bill. It's funny yeah. that you said that yeah. because I was thinking the same thing. One of the, in the early days of Inman, one of the first conferences I went to when it was, when it was much smaller than it is now, it, mm-hmm. it absolutely reminded me of that. Yeah. So the team has to be happy with where this is going because you got bigger this year. And right. so talk, talk a little bit about, let's talk about this event for a second. Right. So we, we set our goals and we actually surpassed our goals for attendance. So over 700, about 750 attendees registered. That was pre-registration. I actually don't know how many attended because we usually get extra signups at the event. Mm-hmm. So um, we met our goals and we've been thrilled with the response that we've had from everyone at the event. Um, we got to launch Real Suite, which is our new product. Right, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Right. That's so cool. It's been a great event. Yeah, let's. Um, I, I want to. Whenever I talk to somebody from Realtor.com, I love to ask this question. So I hope it's okay. Many, many realtors out there think that NAR owns Realtor.com. I'm mm-hmm. sure you've heard that over and over and oh, over yes. that it's an NAR tool or product. Mm-hmm. But NAR is an association. Right. It's 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 not a company that is there for profit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Move is the company that owns and runs realtor.com, but it, it has some sort of agreement with real, with NAR. So can you talk about that? Right. Yeah. So there, I'm not, there is an agreement yeah. and we actually pay royalties to NAR quarterly for the rights to use right. the realtor.com URL or domain name. Right. So they don't own us. We work very, very closely with them. Right. Um, any big decisions we do absolutely are taken to them. Any new products, everything we, we meet with them, we consult with them when they have suggestions, we usually implement them. So they have a lot to do with, with what, what goes on at realtor.com, but technically we are their technology partner. Gotcha. Yeah. And that's, I think that's something 
very important for people to realize. And I know that it's been a message that's been very clear here. So um, you can pass that along to the people mm-hmm. that are putting together the messaging part of this this uh, conference that that Realtor.com is there to work very closely with NAR and its members, mm-hmm. the realtors. And that's a very important. Right. Um, well, I mean, obviously we have to keep them happy. Right. You know, right. It, it's a huge part of what we do. And we we take that very, very seriously. We we want to nurture that relationship and, right. and continue to. Right. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about what you do specifically. So I imagine in, and I know in your role, you cover not just Realtor.com, but all the other tools like Five Street. Uh, top producer, mm-hmm. you're in charge of those teams that are helping right. take care of all that stuff. Okay, so let's let's talk about you personally. You must engage, you know, realtors out there on social and other ways, a regular basis, right? You're right. out there. I am. Um, let's 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 be positive and talk about some of the good things you're seeing realtors doing online. I, I feel that realtors are really starting to get the knack of how to network online. Social media as a whole is a relatively new form of communication in the whole scheme of communication. It's, it's something new for all of us. It's only been around for 15, 20 years max, and we're still learning the ins and outs of it. But I, I think in general, a lot of realtors have really sh- learned how to be authentic online and how to use social media, not to promote their listings, but to generally network, take an interest in other people and build relationships online that lead to business. Right. And that that's what's, as my opinion, as that's what realtors should be doing online. I mean, it's and fine more to more take... more doing it. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, it's seeing. fine to go out there and take an ad on Facebook, but don't throw that on your profile and tell everybody, you know, brag about the, the beautiful new listing. It's okay to do that once or twice a year. Right. But in general, that's not what social media is for. It's to... It's. I always say you have to give before you can take in yep. social media. So you have to take an interest in other people. You have to ask them questions and comment on their posts and really engage them. And then it all starts to come back to you. But it's a lot of work. You have to get out there and really do it. And I think more and more realtors truly understand that and truly understand how to use social media to grow their sphere and to network and to build relationships. Right. I think... I think back to when the I was with Chicago Title. I started in 2000. Websites were just getting rolling, mm-hmm. and every website that came out was just a big old billboard for realtors, you know. And and all the stuff that that then transferred directly to social around 2007 or eight. The same mentality because that's what they did with websites. They started doing with social, right? And it's taken a it's taken maybe longer than it should have to break people of that campaign. I know. I personally, when I talk to agents, tell them. I probably like, comment, or share a hundred times for every post I put online. Right. And and that maybe that's extreme, but if they can get somewhere going in that range, that's a good thing. Right. right? And yeah. and I do absolutely the same thing. Yeah. And it's if you look at my my profile, I don't post very often. I'm actually a pretty private person. I do share quite a bit about my grandchildren, especially on Instagram. But I'm I just don't share a lot. But I love to get out there, engage in, on other people's con- content, and and to build those relationships. Right. So you mentioned earlier, real sweet. It was a very exciting announcement yesterday that uh, one of the biggest pain points for realtors is having to go to a bunch of different places to get through their workflow. Right. And so Real Suite is a really concentrated effort. I'm, the man hours were crazy, the, what they <laughs> talked about. And, and I'm sure um, just a lot, a ton of work to get this together. But a one-stop shop for an incoming lead mm-hmm. through the management of that contact and even into the transaction, transaction. management. Yeah. Right. So 
Talk right. about that. The, so the, it's a it's it's been a lot of fun. I've been part of the team since really since the very beginning. Was it very hush hush? Oh, very, very (laughs) hush-hush, yes. Uh, Yeah, we had code names. We had everything we were using for a long time. Yeah. But um, that's part of what made it so much fun. We, I mean, we, this... Real Suite touched every department within Realtor.com. We had research involved, marketing, of course, uh, product, um, tech had huge roles in it, of course. I mean, it just went across the entire organization and just huge... um, outpouring of everyone's efforts and we threw we've put our hearts into this and we really want a product that is going to work for the realtor and is going to to help take away some of the busy work data entry duplication of data entry just a lot of those daily little tasks that are so time consuming if we can relieve them of some of that with this tool we've done part of what we've set out to do right and just so we're we're clear because this as this podcast is published it's still in beta, right? And in fact, I think some of the people that were at the event had the opportunity to try to sign up, become an additional you know, beta tester. Uh, last I checked, we had over 500 beta testers that signed up at this event. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So That's we impressive. were thrilled with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's only available in beta right now. And we are going to continue to uh, take feedback from the beta users. Mm-hmm. And we hope to launch relatively soon, Good. very quickly. Excellent. So that, that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I can't wait. To and see it will continue goes. to evolve. This oh, is sure. just right. Yeah. There's lots more. While I've got you here talking, we're talking about the product. Um, I was really impressed with my home. Um, another tool on realtor.com, right. That's out now and mm-hmm. you know, relatively new and mm-hmm. going to evolve as well. I think that's what I yes. heard Todd Callow talking about that today. And I love the fact that Personally, I see myself using that. I see myself putting my property in there. And uh, I know I'm going to take back to the realtors that I work with in Florida. Here's an opportunity to bring something to your customers, mm-hmm. right? Another way you can be helpful and be of mm-hmm. service right. uh, by helping them kind of manage their biggest investment, right? Yes. Yeah. And it's funny that you said that because when we launched it, what's one of the first things I did was I jumped in there and claimed my house <laughs> and put it in there because... I mean, who doesn't want to track their biggest investment? Right. You want to see, you know, how it's going, what's going on in the, in your neighborhood, the stats. And uh, yeah, it's, it's going to, it's going to continue to evolve mm-hmm. and grow. And it's a, f- a phenomenal tool for homeowners. So we're hoping our, our agents will definitely help us spread the word. Right. Uh, I can't talk to somebody in marketing with realtor.com and not bring up the Elizabeth Banks commercials. <laughs> they are phenomenal spectacular Thank you. i know your your cmo talked about them today and mm-hmm. how successful they were um that has to be a lot of you have to be proud of that right we're super proud yeah. so we just we're in our third year wow. this year we we launched the not you campaign and each campaign has gotten bigger and better um they've had we've had phenomenal results from every single one of them so we love elizabeth banks obviously yeah. and hopefully we'll we'll we don't know what's coming next year we'll see but uh, I can't wait. No, the Not You campaign has been incredibly successful. The goal of all three of these years re- has really been to build brand recognition. Mm-hmm. Our our brand score used to be, I believe it was 62%. And this year, we're up to 88%. So 88% of consumers now understand know the Realtor.com right. brand and understand what it is we do. Kind of all timing back with the acquisition by News Corp, right? Where it was there was a whole other focus put on the brand, put on really turning this 
this company into something special. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, it's been fun to watch. Uh, right. And I absolutely can tell the difference. Well, it's been fun to be a part of. I really yeah. came in at a great time. Yeah, I right have at to that say. time. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Let me, let me, I've had you here, you know, the half hour I asked of your time and you probably have something to do back at the conference. Uh, let me ask you the same question I've asked every guest. Right? Okay. And that is if you could give one piece of advice to a new agent just getting started mm-hmm. in the business, what would it be? I actually have two I'm going to give you. That's fine. You've heard the podcast. You know I'm pretty lenient. Okay. So the first one is to find a mentor. And that, for me personally, in almost every job that I have had in my career, I look for that person that is my mentor. That's who I want to be like. That's who, And it has to be someone, obviously, that is open to meeting with you and helping you grow. Mm -hmm. But most people are thrilled to do that. I've, I've had incredible mentors in my career. And I feel like if, if I were a new realtor and that's the advice I would give any new realtor, find someone you connect with and ask them to be your mentor. Ask them if they will help you and guide you as you start your career. And I think that's one of the best ways to get started. Someone else that is obviously successful. Uh, the other piece of, of advice that I would give anybody in any position is action. You have to take action. I think it's really easy to set goals and dream and say, Oh, I want to do this, but taking action is what's hard and you have to, you have to move. You have to make it happen. Yeah, you're right. How many people will walk away from a conference like this with two or three or five great ideas? Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's the key people who will take action on those items who are going to see the success. Right. This kind of leads to Marcy, if somebody wants to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to get in, get in touch with you? Send me an email, okay. Marcy, M-A-R-C-I dot, dot James at move.com. Excellent. I can't thank you enough for taking some time out, especially while you're, it's been fun. You're all over the place through this, <laughs> through this conference center at the Cosmo. But thank you so much for spending some time on the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's been fun.